Shout out to our awesome sponsors, El Couture, the female-founded, female-run athleisure brand that we are obsessed with. Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> I got today, actually, the Untamed collection. I am one of those girls that only wears black gym wear and generally just black all in my wardrobe. And I got the lace bra and the matching leggings and they are so comfortable. And I would say that for the bra, I have really big boobs and I just thought, you know, I really struggle with sports bras that my tits constantly like flop out of them. I don't feel secure. And honestly, I just think that this bra is perfect because it's high neck and it is super supportive. So really, really recommend it. Love it. And I am delighted to report that we are offering a 20% discount that I will be availing of this evening, Fiona, because I love their collection. So if you use the code LOVEBITES20, it's applicable on full price items only. This can be used online and in store. So there's two stores in Dubai, one on Alwassel Road and one at the beach. They also ship globally. If you're buying from outside of Dubai, then you get free express global shipping with all taxes being covered by El Couture. Which is brilliant news. Thank you so much, El Couture. The following podcast contains strong language and explicit content. And if that offends you, then I suggest you switch this off. This is a Podcast Now production. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me, stuff my turkey. Oh my God, that actually worked. <laughs> You're not expect. We didn't discuss singing this, Fiona. I have not prepared any jingles. <laughs> to love bites a podcast about all the things you were told you couldn't talk about and this today is our christmas special merry christmas happy good tidings to you kind sir <laughs> that was the poshest thing you've ever said <laughs> happy <laughs> christmas to you darling i have a whopping christmas hangover fiona i went out the other day and have just it's i'm on a three dare not a three day bender but a three day hangover a three this day is hangover. what happens when you turn 30 girls three days well, I just want to take, I know we're recording, but I just want to take a picture of us. I feel like we should have done like um, some kind of Christmas theme, but we've actually both worn blue today. Sorry for that interlude. I was just uh, taking a photo of Laura and I. Um, what is your relationship fact for us today? Okay, I don't mean to be a bad humbug here, but oh, I feel I like we are realists, Fiona, and we are troubleshooters. So... The theme of our podcast today is going to be Christmas and all the good stuff. But let me warn you, those of us in a relationship, there is a day in January called Divorce Day. Ooh. Divorce lawyers have coined this term and it is the first working day back after the Christmas holidays and apparently inquiries about divorce and such things peak and spike on this day because people have just had enough of each other's Christmas can be a stressful time, mm. Fiona. We don't have children, but I can imagine, especially if you have children, the the financial pressure and stress, spending so much time with each other and your in-laws, it can be a hectic time. So on today's podcast, Fiona and I want to suggest a myriad of coping mechanisms to make sure that this Christmas is a great one, whether you're in a relationship or you're single. Absolutely. And before we dive into the 12 days of sexmas, as we like to call it, um, I want to tell you something really fun that just happened. 
such fun what just happened to me just now. Um, so I put on Instagram that I threw away the crowd pleaser's toothbrush after you suggested I threw it away. I've still got his vape, but I must throw that away today. Um, but I feel like a vape is like less significant because whatever. Anyway, so I like I'm fully like, oh, I'm so I feel. Do you know what? Last week's episode for me was so great because I, I felt like I got everything off my chest and then I listened to the episode and I felt really like, yeah, girl, you throw that crowd pleaser in the bin. And I've just seen, I'm going to send you the photo. I just sent it to my friend. I've just seen a photo of him on his, I still follow him on Instagram because like, you know, I'm not petty. I'm not going to unfollow him just yet. I also like to see what he's up to. Um, I've just seen a photo of him. He's the one in the black and white shirt. I'm going to send it to you now. And it has given me the mm-hmm. ick so badly. And you know, do you know it's so funny? Because when you have really, really liked someone and you really like them and all this stuff and then you get over it um, and then you look at a photo Which of them. Which one is he? The, the, the one, one with in the black the, and white. The with pattern this, shirt? Yeah. The revolting shirt. Oh, yeah. You li- yeah. I looked at okay. it and I was like, oh, my God, you are, I am, like, you were punching so much with me and I'm only seeing, you come out, it's like you come out of the fog and you're like, wow, wow, what was I thinking? You've had a real moment of clarity. So I'd like to describe for those of you listening, uh, there's a few guys and they are posing at the Formula One race course. And this guy has a a shirt unbuttoned to his kind of nipple line. Um, it's very loud and um, it's very bold. He's got a chain on. He looks like the typical, typical Dubai boy. I can guarantee that he is wearing trousers that are too short and he's got no socks on under his yeah, shoes but what, i can guarantee it but what's so funny is that he's um if you met him as a person he's not like those dubai guys he's constructed this new personality for himself since moving here that he's and not fair play to him fiona for part two he's got every right to do so but he's just not aligning with you at the minute no, that, that is not. not where you're at And I am so glad that you looked at him, you saw that, and you felt like it was a relief. Oh, total relief. As opposed to pining after him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, let me tell you something else that's actually happened recently, which I think is really interesting and funny. So I was talking to my friend Sophie, who I mentioned quite a lot, and actually um, our friend Joe. I have what is called, I'm coining this expression, a sex sense. Not a sixth sense, like the film with Bruce Willis. I've got a sex sense. Willis? Willis. Is that what I call him? With Brooke Willis. Willis. <laughs> you slagged off how I said film. <laughs> a film with Bruce, Will- with Bruce Willis. A, f- a film with Bruce Willis. Um, <laughs> um, so you've got a sex sense. Yeah. Sense. Yeah, quite wordy, quite difficult to say. What does that yeah. involve? Okay, so I can sense when I'm going to have sex with someone. As in like, okay, so let me, let me explain the story. So back in June... When I was over here in Dubai, um, when I was uh, here for work, <coughs> I went to the gym with uh, 
our friend Joe. Um, and I saw this guy there at the gym and I was like, oh, he's hot. He's my type. Um, carried on with the gym class. He was in the gym class and there's something fucking sexy about like a really like physically fit man. I personally find it sexy. And um, and then like afterwards, I messaged her being like, who was that guy, by the way? And I described him. Um, I'm not going to describe him because I feel like it will give it away. And then... Um, she was like, oh, it's this guy. He's actually one of the trainers. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was like to her, I'm going to have sex with him. I just know it. I know it in my bones. I will have sex with him. Anyway, then like times passed on. Me and him. And then I went to Santorini and had that monumental episode of me being absolutely off my tits. Me and him followed. Iconic. Each- yeah, iconic. 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 <laughs> me and him then ended up following each other on Instagram. and But we've never spoken or anything, and whatever. Anyway, so like how much time's gone on? Like months and months have gone on. And then I saw him on Hinge recently. And I had kind of like got over my phase of wanting to have sex with him. And then I saw him on Hinge and like, I, I'd said, and so this is how shit Hinge is in this country because it's so bad that even if you say no to someone they'll still throw it throw them back because obviously in london there are so many people if you say no to someone then you'll never see them again you say no to someone they'll keep coming back they'll keep throwing them at you being like are you sure are you sure until you do what i do and then fucking give in anyway because they're that that's that's how small the pool is so anyway in the end me and him just like I liked him on Hinge and he liked me back we ended up matching we started speaking and I'm in this kind of like phase at the moment where I had so much drama with the crowd please uh, I feel like I just don't want drama right now I also don't like I said last last week I don't have time right now for a relationship I'm really fucking busy but that doesn't mean that I don't want to go and have sex with a hot guy so me and him are chatting it's very clear that he just also wants a shag and I'm so here for it and I would just like to say I always knew that me and him were gonna have sex because I have the sex sense so me and him are gonna have sex um and I shall tell you about it in due course but I knew I just knew please do I knew as soon as I saw this guy I was like I'm having sex with him and look at us five months later we're about we're gonna have sex not right now because I'm going to the UK tomorrow but we shall be having sex at some point in my life well please do fill us in as always um dear friends you know we love to hear from you you know where to find us after how many episodes Fiona is this well this is well we did 24 episode no 24 season one and we're on our eighth this is our eighth episode so ninth 24 episode plus eight is a solid 35 episodes never any good at maths you know where to find us and you know we love to hear from you recently we've been both very busy with work so we do take a little bit longer to get back but know that we love hearing from every single one of you drop us a dm on instagram love bites podcast underscore so if you i'll tell you what i've been up to tell me yeah this week a few different things that i'd like to touch upon firstly i was out having a <coughs> dinner with my dad and my nephew recently and my dad is actually really supportive. He's very conservative. He goes to church every Sunday. He loves a novena. Catholic knows what Catholics out there will know what a novena is. Basically, it's when you pray for like weeks on end to the Virgin Mary and you kind of, I don't know, your wishes are granted or whatever. Like, she's kind Fuck, of like the Cinderella of heaven. That is really blasphemous. I actually can't believe she's I just said sin- that. She's God Cinderella. Forgive me and pardon me. No, like the fairy godmother. That's who I meant. 
Jesus bless us, wet. That is awful. Anyways, I'm just painting the picture of my dad. But he's actually, he tries to be very woke. And he'll always say to me, oh, well, well, porn bitch is what he calls me. How's that podcast doing? Are you still like number three in Bulgaria? Like he's taking the piss, but I know my dad's really proud of me and he really loves to hear how well we're doing, especially when people come and say to him, my dad works in the bank. Oh, John, we heard your uh, daughter and he's like, oh, don't speak to me about that porn bitch. Anyways. Porn bitch. It calls me porn bitch. So my nephew is there and my nephew is 19 years old and he's a great kid. He's very economical in terms of, of speech. You basically have to drag conversation out of him. But dad said, Caelan, have you ever listened to the podcast? And he said, you know what? I did try and after about five minutes I had to turn off it just I couldn't listen to my auntie say X, Y and Z, which I completely respect. But his girlfriend continues to listen to the podcast. And over dinner, he just said to me and it really touched me, you know, Laura, I think the podcast is helping so many people and you don't even realise like how much you're normalising things and how much you're destigmatizing. I think that's the most he's ever said to me in his whole life. And I was just like, Caelan, that is so appreciated and so nice for this kid of this age to have that emotional maturity to say that and to make those observations. I just thought it was brilliant. Um, so, yeah, that was the first thing. The second thing was, and we'll touch upon this later, like Christmas stress and the expectations that we put on ourselves, especially our relationships at Christmas. I love Christmas. I buzz off Christmas. I want to put on a Christmas movie like Elf. I want to pour myself a Bailey's hot chocolate and I want to put the tree up. And my boyfriend is just not so enamoured with Christmas. Yes, he likes it and he's not a bad humbug. But he's not like, yay, Christmas, let's put up the tree. He's just not like that. He's just a lot, a bit more subdued. And I was like, found myself getting really irked by him because he wasn't matching my energy. He wasn't matching my like excitement and love for Christmas. And he was like, listen, Laura, I am going to put the tree up with you. I am happily going to do this with you, but I'm just not like cartwheeling around the house and shoving candy canes in my mouth, you know, because I'm that obsessed. Anyways, Fiona, I'm sitting here in my living room, surrounded by the parts of the Christmas tree scattered around my living room. I took it so thick. I was like, you know what? Don't fucking bother. Let's not bother doing the tree together. I would rather do it with somebody who actually enjoys it as much as I do. Like, I felt like I was a Christmas dictator. I felt like I was a Christmas dictator. And it actually completely defeated the whole point of the operation. Anyways, the a week later, the tree is still sitting here. And it's one of those things in a relationship it's all about trying to manage expectations and not expecting your partner to want and love the exact same things mm. as you do. I suppose it's a variant of love language, isn't it? You know, maybe Christmas is my love language and him lying, reading a book and drinking a bottle of Sancerre is his love language. But um, I think it's a big contrast, Fiona, that we've talked about previously being with somebody of a more fixed mindset and then somebody with a more growth mindset. And it's just one of those things that I've realized that I need to compromise and be mindful of in my relationship. Um, so much easier said so than done that. though, because I, you can say 
this about the Christmas thing, but actually I resonate so much with that because there were things like in my past relationships where I've got like uber excited about like, for example, going to try a new restaurant or like, you know, going on a staycation or whatever it was. And then your partner just like not being as bothered and you're just like, all you want to shout at them is like, get on the same page as me and get excited. But it is that thing, isn't it? Where I've definitely noticed that I've, been out with fixed mindsets and I'm total growth I'm such a dreamer and um mm. it's it's managing it but it's hard though because you're like oh I've got to comp I've got to compromise and it's like but I those maybe it's because I'm the same as you I don't want you to compromise on Christmas but maybe it's just one of those I things over time as well this is your first Christmas together you'll know next year that he's not that bothered so you can you know get your girlfriends over put the tree up and let it be your thing and let him you know if he's not that bothered and here's the thing he it's not like he was like blocking it you know he was more than happy to do it with me but he just wasn't bringing that festive energy that I needed oh Fiona I don't know I, know. I think it's just one of those things and listen it's I think if I'm to be completely honest here if I'm to be completely honest I think I put a lot more um there was a it was more than just the Christmas tree and it's you know in our relationships Fiona it's more than just that one thing it's kind of building up over time and obviously I am missing Dubai like crazy at the mm. minute and I feel like I'm a broken record but it's really something I'm going through I'm grieving my life there I miss my like my lifestyle my friends you know you guys are having a great time over there so it's not just a Christmas tree to me it's like trying to make the best of a fucking situation at home that at times I feel like I'm struggling with and it's not just a tree it's like trying to feed the light at a time when I'm probably feeding the bad stuff so we have been so out of kilter at the minute and out of alignment not emotionally but his work is hectic and he works around the clock and crazy shifts so we actually haven't sat down and been able to get things um off our chest because Fiona I'm also very mindful of the fact that I'm really doing his head in at the minute as well it's not just he's pissing me off he's so content with life so content with everything and I feel like I'm there just poking him poking him with my stick of resentment of why his life just isn't really up to scratch and uh, you know in alignment with mine and I can understand at the minute how I'm actually pissing him off so anyways, I didn't mean to go off on that rant. No, it's totally all. fine. And it's okay as well that, you know, um, can you just um, look at your phone quickly? Um, and, uh, you know, he's content because he's lived, he's only known one thing. And the reason why you're not content is because you have experienced all these other things and um, it's not aligned with what you're used to. So, and it's very difficult. It, and also, uh, Laura, you've not really been, you've not been in Ireland that long in the grand scheme of things. It's only been, what, a year and a half. So yeah. over time, you'll learn how to carve your life together. Like it's still a really new relationship and you're living together and you're, you know, you're working on things. So I think that you've got to, 
it's okay to have these frustrations as well. And I think, you know, like what Lisa always says is don't be afraid of your emotions as well. Like, don't think like, oh my God, I'm getting frustrated and like, oh, why am I, you know, shit, that's really bad. And it's like, it, it's not bad because you've got to um, work out the best way to live. And you obviously live very harmoniously together, but also it's, um, you know, working out what works best for both of you. You'll know now Christmas. Yeah, I know. It's just, I know you said it's not Christmas. It's not just Christmas, but you'll know now for future about how to manage your own feelings a hundred percent and I think I'm just so unfair on myself and so harsh at the minute and sometimes we get into these funks and you're right I just need to lean into the emotion and let it be as opposed to constantly trying to fight it like I feel like I'm exhausted trying to fight with my emotions at the minute on a on much happier note and sorry that I wasn't like I didn't intend to go into like a really depressing rant there I was out yesterday with some girlfriends there were six of us girls ranging from 20 like late 20s up to I'm going to say 50s early 50s and four of the girls were single so again from 29 and there was a lady there who was 50 and we had the best time one of the ladies in particular has come out of like a 25 year marriage and she's really happily divorced she's really happy with her decision she is truly living her best life and we were in the bar and she had a snog with somebody like she had a proper old school snog with a guy that she really liked and this is a relatively new friend of mine she's great but it was the first time that I saw her like light up with giddiness and she was like I really like this guy like he's so good looking you know exactly like her type on paper and it just occurred to me and I would like to you know reiterate this to anybody listening to the podcast who is you know long-term single recently single at any age you're just starting over every day is a new opportunity to meet amazing people and to carve out new opportunities with amazing you know amazing people out there whether it's friendships relationships great sex one night stands cheeky snogs in the bar a bit of dry riding it was so good to see my friend light up yesterday and it's just a reminder that at any age you can just go out there and have a brilliant time and Fiona Wishart the importance the importance the incredible mammoth importance of a good wing woman I was the wing woman yesterday. My friends are relatively shy and we were in a packed bar in Belfast yesterday. We were in the Harp Bar having a great time and we spotted a group of lads over at the bar and my friend said, oh, he's so handsome. And I went, you know what? I'm going to go over and make this happen. So I am emboldened because I'm in a relationship. So I'm personally not on the line. I went over there and I was like, hi guys, what's You're the, the crack? And best like, wing oh, woman. Hey, Oh my God, because I, I, you just have to be ballsy, you know, and if they end up turning you down or telling you to fuck off, then whatever. Um, and basically I kind of, this was like a little bit of a setup. And of course, once you introduce different groups, everybody just so, you know, mingles and integrates yeah, I love that. so, so nicely. Um, but anyways, we will get on to these different, um, different coping met coping mechanisms for a great Christmas whether you're single or in a relationship this is one of them but Fiona wait before 12 days of sexes tell me I was gonna well I was gonna say can you please introduce what this segment is called 
The 12 Days of Sexmas. Ho, ho, ho. What's the song? How's the song? Um, what's the song? How, sing the song. On the 12... Oh, that's it. On, on the, the twel- first day of Christmas, my true love... No. Yeah, what? that's right. On the... On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear. Five gold <laughs> rings, four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in a pear tree. If you'd like to book me, <laughs> message us on, in- on Instagram. I can do birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, anything you like. I, the <laughs> six mates are milking. Seven swans are swimming, six geese are laying. Five gold rings. Anyways, the 12... Four calling birds, three French hens. Now I've got it in my head. Okay, we need to do our own version. We will... And the 12 days of sexmas. So we wanted to really mix this up. And we didn't want to make it all about sex because, you know, there's different different elements to a good, healthy sex life and relationships. So Fiona, do you want to start with the first one? With my ones? Yeah. So, on the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me, staff my turkey. Oh my God, that actually worked. <laughs> You're not expect. We didn't discuss singing this, Fiona. I have not prepared any jingles. <laughs> Anyways, you can start with a jingle. And then that was my jingle. It. Okay. So, Laura has done six relationship things that you can do and I've done Christmas themed sex positions that I want everyone to try and then I want everyone to send us a message on Instagram and listen I don't I don't expect anyone to be having the this kind of sex when um on Christmas day you can do it before or after because no one no one wants to have sex on Christmas day I would actually sorry before we go into this just sidebar I'd really like to know the stat of how much the sex percentage of people having sex drops on Christmas Day because I reckon it's quite a lot. I reckon no one is having sex on Christmas Day. I agree. I have had sex on Christmas Day. Let me tell you this story really quickly. Shout out to our sponsor of this episode, the amazing Golden Hour. The Golden Hour is the best place to buy dresses, co-wards, accessories. I personally love it. And I also think that it would be a great opportunity for everyone to use our Love Bites 20 code that we will link in our show notes to buy themselves a banging New Year's outfit that's going to get you laid because you know what? No one wants to be, (laughs) no one wants to be dry and crusty and have no one to snog on New Year's Eve. I will totally be that person, but that's okay. Do you know what? Actually, I think I'm going to use our code to get myself a New Year's outfit. There are some really you know great what, stuff. Fiona, I actually think 20% discount is actually, you know what? It really, really makes an impact. It totally and we have does. so much, we've got so much to spend our money on, especially at this time of year with presents and going out and partying and stuff. 20% makes such a difference. So please do use that code. And when you're wearing your lovely clothes, would you please give us a tag as well? Because we'd love to see how you look in them. Totally. And uh, just to let everyone know, they do ship worldwide. So people in the UK as well, if you're going out on the town, have a cheeky little look at our amazing sponsor, The Golden Hour. 
I had to, sorry, this is totally classic us off on a tangent. I had sex on Christmas Day um, because I was here and I got absolutely wasted. And then me and my um, my friend Sean went out and then I met this um, Marine because a lot of Marine, like the army docks here. Um, and we called him the Ginger Marine because you know me, I love a ginger. Anyway, it ends up, he was really hot, but I think he was like 21. Ends up having sex with him and he was like on top. And then we were having sex and then I, my legs were up and then he suddenly dry went bam into my ass. And no <gasps> joke, Laura, I like went deaf, spots came in my eyes. Like I literally was, I was in so much pain. Um, it was That awful. was accidental, right? Totally accidental. I like pooed blood for like a week. <gasps> oh, sweet Lord. It Fiona. was fucking awful. Um, but yeah, so that was my Christmas sex story. Anyway, let me get on to Stuff My Turkey. So the Stuff My Turkey is the position of doggy. We're going to go, we're going to go in just like classic to start because I feel like, um, I, doggy gets a bad rep. It was also one of our ones, our least favorite sex positions, wasn't it? When we did that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know, I want my my turkey stuffed. (laughs) So, um, stuff my turkey, we're referring to doggy. What can we do? Like, given the fact that we're not huge fans, mm. what can we do to make it more enjoyable? Ooh, okay, so I did this with the photographer and it made it slightly more enjoyable. Firstly, I had, I'd already come. So I was super wet down there. So I do think that introducing lube into doggy might be quite a good idea. Also, I, you know, child's pose in in yoga, instead of me being on all fours, I was in like a child's pose position and that was just more comfortable all around and it hurt less. I don't know if it's the positioning Mm -hmm. of the, so actually let's, let's change this into child's pose doggy stuff. That's what stuff my turkey is. So everyone try it and report back. And also, Fiona, there's different variants of doggy. You don't always have to be on all fours in the typical sense. You can absolutely adjust your body. The key is doing whatever feels good. There should not be any pain associated with doggy. If there is, readjust. So a lot of uh, girls prefer to lie flat on their stomachs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is really, really nice. I don't think you feel so exposed you can obviously tilt and adjust your hips to ensure that you are receiving the penis in a more pleasurable way so um you know don't be constrained by the fact that doggy is sitting there with your arse in the air there's definitely different variants of it awesome. love stuff, yeah. stuff my turkey fiona love stuff my turkey uh, question yeah uh if you were to have one particular one potato only with your christmas dinner what type of potato would it be roast same i love a roast potato yeah in ireland i have about 15 variants of christmas uh, potato on my dinner plate but yes i'm a roast girl too if you had to choose just quickly if you had to choose a style of potato for the rest of your life that you could only eat what would it be Roast. Uh, yeah, me too. I think I'd stick with roast. I, I would have said mash, but actually, do you know what? I am. Um, I'm. I'm. I'm a roast girl. 
I think roast um, mash as long as there, you know, there's lashings of butter, butter. and milk and well seasoned. In Ireland, we've got a thing called champ or colcannon, which is basically all that lovely stuff with um, spring onions, oh, uh, you know, scattered throughout. Anyways, anyway, we're not t- here to talk about potatoes. <laughs> we're really Rice. bad at this. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> what's your, what's your, on the first day of Christmas, what did your true love send to you? Well, that's on the second on the second day of Christmas, my lo- true love said to me, "Don't let problems fester." <laughs> so, the reality—oh my God! If you hear a little oh, 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 in the background, my dog is lying beside me, but he's dreaming and he's sleep dreaming. It's so freaking cute. Um, Christmas can be an incredibly stressful time. Let's not beat around the Christmas bush. Yes, it's lovely. Yes, there's furry lights. Yes, there's presents. Yes, there's Yuletide greetings. It's very stressful, especially if you have children. There are huge financial implications. There, you know, there are issues with families and in-laws and events and people with, you know, social anxiety, for example, is completely peaked at this time of year. So don't let your problems fester. If there's something that's bothering you about your partner, just say it just say it It, you know it doesn't have to be an overly serious conversation just to put it out there into the ether otherwise passive aggressive passive aggressiveness creeps in and so too does frustration especially with families set budgets in place how much money you're going to spend speak to your partner and ask how much money are we going to spend on each other this year so you know, you're not perpetually disappointed when you go to so much effort and you you get very little in return. So that would be my number one and probably the most important. Don't let problems fester, especially at this time of year. I love that, Laura. Don't, also, isn't isn't fester? Oh my god, I've just seen your number two, Fiona. What the? Okay, my number two. This is actually, and do you know what? I'm not. I can't take credit for this. Um, this is JJ's one. He came up with this. Pick oh my God, my second you, one of the sexmas positions uh, yeah. is pigs in wankets. And I would like to <laughs> dedicate this to our amazing producer, JJ. Um, you oh are the ult- JJ, we love you and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You're the ultimate pig in a wanket. And I would like to make this a healthy hand job because I feel like hand jobs, right? Like they were something that you did when you were younger as like an everything, but it was like at one, like a checklist. Did you ever like go give your boyfriend a like when you were like, I don't know, however old you were and be like, when he came back, well, I came back to school after like a weekend away and I was like, um, oh my God, I gave him a hand job under the covers or like in a tent or something so I'm going I'm going to bring it back for Christmas because you know what everyone's like everyone's a bit like tired like you're you're full you're stuffed you're stuffed full of turkey after doggy and you know it's and I think with lube it can be grand I love a hand job and I think like fingering it's been so overlooked and young ones young ones nowadays are like bypassing a fingering and a hand job no, and dry riding stage sad. and going straight for like anal and stuff children young people chill the fuck out and start with the healthy you know the wholesome stuff the wholesome side of sex is hand jobs fingering and dry dry riding 
don't always have to, to bypass that stage. So yeah, you know, don't just love, go for the arse. <laughs> pigs and wankets. Oh my goodness. Okay. Number two on the on my kind of relationship side of things would be dedicate a Christmas date night for you and mm. your partner. You know, it's a time of that. absolute mania, chaos, like calamity, Christmas, reign supreme. This is also a time for you and your partner. You know, people work so hard all year. Typically, people have a few days off over Christmas or take more prolonged periods periods of time. This is an opportunity for you and your partner and your person to reconnect. So definitely get out there and uh, and plan a Christmas date night. I know town and um, like out in bars and restaurants is absolutely hectic at the minute. Things are extremely financially tight for a lot of folk. Sit at home, put on something nice, take off your Christmas pajamas, and buy a beautiful bottle of wine. Get a Marks and Spencer's meal deal, and just have a great time. Love, there, love, love that. No, I'm here. Are I'm here. There? <laughs> I just keep on reading the list you've sent me. I love it. You're you're just amazing, girl. Right? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, fine. I thought, yeah. <laughs> Laura and I have had to turn off <laughs> all our cameras because of the internet. This fucking internet. We're going to yeah, have to sort this, out this, this, is the, this is sometimes there's a, like a little bit of a delay um, and it's because we don't have our cameras on. So I can't read Fiona's facial expression and Look, I don't we're know. We're laughing on the inside. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, um, my number three. Should I sing a song? What is it? On the third day of Christmas, my true love sent to me the turkey based on coming on your tits. <laughs> coming on your tits. Okay, so, okay. okay, go ahead. So, listen, like, <clears throat> I feel like this is not talked enough that it's okay to enjoy. Like, I don't, maybe, is it a fetish? I don't know. Like, I don't mind a guy coming on me. Like coming on my tits or something. I don't mind. I quite enjoy it. What do you do? You like it? Oh my god! Absolutely. I've got no issue with yeah, that me whatsoever. Neither. I feel. Like, I think some. Yeah. Some women feel slightly debased by it, um, and I think maybe they haven't had the, uh, you know, they're not they're not maybe in the, the like the healthiest of sexual relationships or whatever, and they sometimes feel that it's quite a, a debasing move. But I personally really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I love and it. And it to me once. And, and uh, yeah, it's something I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy. The barber always does it to me and I'm into it. So I'm going to call this the turkey baster because you're basting, basting the turkey. Honestly. And I'm, like, I'm, I'm just Im- having images. <laughs> the pipette. Pipette of sperm on your tits. <laughs> Oh my god, on Christmas Day when your mum's there basing the turkey, you know what it really means. I am just, I'm immediately going to be thinking of your sodden tits. <laughs> um, what number am I on now? Three or four? You're on three. Three. So, I'm going to suggest by buying something for your relationship. Mm. Not something for your partner, not like buying him socks or pajamas or whatever, but actually buying something for your relationship, whether that is um a staycation, um you know, gift vouchers that you're going to spend in the new year to go and have an amazing meal or trip away, like beautiful lingerie for you to wear that you know is going to like massively elevate your sex life. It could be a sex like some sex toys for your relationship um 
Uh, it could be, you know what, Fiona? This has just occurred to me and I think it would be exceedingly healthy for a lot of couples to yes. invest in a relationship coach. Like, Ooh, I you like know, going to, somebody like, so going to somebody like Lisa and of course it's like prevention rather than cure and like relationship coaching is like you know an MOT where you just make sure that your car is constantly um you know managed as you go along as opposed to breaking down on the side of the road like invest in a relationship counselor um and you know you don't have to necessarily be at breaking point or like the point of breaking up or divorce it's a really healthy um a healthy way to make sure that you're your relationship strengthened as time goes on so yes a present for your relationship as opposed to the other person specifically i love that i think that's brilliant but if you do want to buy a a, a present for yourselves i very much suggest the clit sucker womanizer vibrator it's great um, can you link that i'd like to know more about that yeah do you know i don't know if i'll be able to from dubai oh maybe not actually um i I'm will sure link ha- you have a, it have a find the link i'm sure you can buy them on like um summers or something um, a lovely friend of mine recommended a vibrator but it's not called a vibrator i'm pretty sure it's some sort of massage device Ooh. and it was avail- it's available on amazon and you can have it delivered in the uk and i think it's like 20 25 pounds so i'm going to link that too that that's something that could be quite quite fun what's up next Faye tell okay, us so up next on the fourth day of Christmas is mince pie munching which is of course our favourite oral sex I also now just on I've been a bit scarred by the photographer not wanting to go down on me I now like like to check with the guy if they like doing it so yesterday with this um, oh god we're going to have to come up with a name for this guy the gym guy was that boring well, fuck it, I'm doing it. It's stuck now. The gym guy. Um, uh, we had a com- We He basically told me that it's his favorite thing to do. And I was like, well, you can stay because I ain't having that shit again with no mince pie munching for me. My mince I, pie um, got not I munched. I love that, Fiona, because I think for so long you were trying to convince yourself that it oh, didn't yeah. bother you. Fucking bothered me. Yeah, I completely understand On On that. a completely non-sexual note, I just want to say this. I've not actually eaten a mince pie yet this year. I'm going to have to go oh, home and eat one. Are you like a, a mince pie fan? I, I love a mince I pie. Think, I think mince pies are very contentious. I love a mince oh, really? pie. Slightly warm with like lashings of like brandy oh, cream really? or clotted cream. You oh my goodness, like one with so a nice. cup of tea, just on its own. Well, yeah, I got sent a PR package and there was a myriad of Christmas gifts, including some mince pie. So I scoffed them uh, with some tea. <laughs> Fiona, question. Yeah. Are you a fan of Christmas pudding? I love Christmas pudding. Do you? Yeah, I love it. Oh, God, I do not. So do you know what my People, auntie does? Let it- tell me okay so what, yeah yeah we do all that and then the next so what we usually do is like eat the christmas pudding um when everything's done and whatever and we watch like a film or something but what my auntie does which is so delicious and one time like it's so bad for you but whatever she once did it when she was here for christmas the next day she fries it in butter and then puts brandy butter on it and it is so good Oh, that's like bubble and squeak. But yeah, the... like leftover Christmas pudding. Do you know, also, do your family do trifle? By the way, I'm, you can tell I'm absolutely starving. So 
that is also why I'm like gone down the food route. I've said it twice now about food. I'm so hungry. Do you? Did your family do trifle? Because I love a trifle. We are huge trifle yeah, fans. Yeah, so uh, we. My mum every every year makes a trifle. That's our favourite. I love anything creamy and custardy. Yeah, me too. Um, um, okay, cool. Right. What is your... Moving on. Moving on from the so food hungry, shop. Honestly. I'm starving. Um, okay, my next piece of advice would be to avoid comparison. Oh, that's such more a than good ever, one for me. You know, comparison is the thief of joy. We all know it. And we have all been given a, um, a tool, our phones, our laptops, that, you know, has opened up the world to us the world of the internet at the same time it's also been an affliction we are constantly looking at what other people are doing we're constantly looking at other people's relationships or material assets and you know what it can be so goddamn healthy and make no mistake every single person does it it doesn't matter the wealth that you have gained accrued the things that you have everybody looks to other people to see what they're doing and it can be so goddamn unhealthy at christmas time this is exacerbated tenfold you see parents and rightly so parents are very proud of you know what they've been able to buy for their children they love to make their children feel happy and they're just posting incessant streams of you know presents piled high boyfriends and girlfriends are posting oh look what such and such got me oh, oh my goodness yeah. i've got the bag well, or the, the ring or the holiday or the the range rover wrapped in a bow it's the boy did good a boy did good exactly and that can be really, really depressing. And know that snapshot, and this is something that we need to remind ourselves, social media is a snapshot. Social media is a highlight reel. There is so much life that goes on in the background. And I remember last year seeing a friend that her partner bought her a new Range Rover and I didn't get anything for Christmas. And whilst my boyfriend is phenomenal every day of the year, he is genuinely the gift that keeps on giving. He's really shit at buying presents. I now know that that's his style so I have to be the one to state very clearly this is what I want otherwise I've got nobody to blame but myself for that frustration so I think avoiding comparison and I honestly if you can give yourself a couple of days off social media over Christmas to really live in the moment to be with your partner your family your friends watch your kids open up their presents with like no distraction and really enjoy quality time with yourself your family and your 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 partner I think that's a a really important piece of advice I absolutely love that because I am a terrible well I not so much in my last relationship but the one before I used to compare like fucking crazy and I hated it and it made me upset and sad yeah absolutely right my next one five brussels sprouts (laughs) (laughs) it's like what this stands for oh my god say number five is bounce on my brussels bounce on my bounce on my brussels and it's teabagging another sex position that no one really likes to talk about there is nothing wrong, ladies, with putting your guys' balls in your mouth and giving them a suck. They fucking love it. And I also suggest this is a tip from me to you. Put the balls in your mouth and do the pig and wank it at the same time. 
So you could do a mashup. Okay, so remind me of the pig and one kid. Oh, yes. The pig and one kid is a healthy yes. hand job. So, so you want to, what you want to do is a mashup of Bounce on My Brussels and Pig and One Kids. I'm telling you, the, the photographer absolutely <laughs> jizzed himself silly when I did that. But also, some, but you have to also, you have to also like uh, tread carefully because not every man likes their balls touched. But when you find a guy that does like his balls touched, obviously you can be touch their balls and be like, oh, is that okay? Then if they say, yeah, I love it, then okay, cool, you can go forth and bounce on his Brussels and then give him a pig and wank at the same time fuck this is going to be their new names <laughs> oh my god what you is gotta, life feel now you gotta bounce on, it, bounce on his brussels give him a pig and wank it and then let him turkey baste you right moving on i do you know what another thing i love a brussels sprout i'm just putting that fuck out there i love a brussels sprout um okay christmas is a time of get-togethers um we've got some get-togethers that we don't love so much um you know family things and maybe your mother-in-law pisses you off or you've got a really annoying brother um but it's also a great time for friends to get together go on nights out and just you know get sloshed or whatever my advice to the girls is when you're on a Christmas night out, yes, it's an excellent opportunity to catch up with your friends and all those things, but put yourself out of your comfort zone. Like it's a great opportunity to meet new people. So yes, you can, you know, catch up with your friends and do all those lovely friendship things, but take the opportunity to go and work the room, you know, go and speak to people at the bar, speak to new people, you know, um, somebody you've got an interest in, you've got your eye on, you fancy somebody, Put yourself out of your comfort zone. If you can't do it at Christmas, when the hell can you do it? I strongly suggest getting a friend in the group who is an epic wing woman like me. I will go up to anybody for my friends. I'm pretty sure I've done it for you if you went in Dubai. I'm pretty like, sure you have get as your, well. Yeah, get yourself a wing woman and just really maximize the opportunity at Christmas time to go out and meet new people. Generally, 99% of people are in super form. Um, people are so receptive to speak to others. Um, and I just think it's a great opportunity. And last night to see my friend snogging a guy and her face lit up gleefully oh, like lovely. she was a teenager. It just made me feel so good. And if I hadn't have gone over there, yes, we had a great time on our own. Don't get me wrong. I was up dancing the whole time. Yes, we had a wonderful time. But this added, this was like, the cherry on top of the Christmas pudding. Mmm. Is che- are there cherries on a Christmas pudding? I don't know. Feel <laughs> I hate Christmas pudding, but I, I imagine. Christmas pudding. Yeah. Um, oh my god! What did I just click? Hang on. Sorry. Um. Right. My last and final, the grand finale, the grand finale of my twelve days of sexmas. Is actually a. I didn't know this. But I googled Christmas themed sex position. So the rest I've just made up. This generally is a Christmas position. It's called the Christmas wrapping, and it's when the guy is sitting down, like sit in a sitting position, and the woman has their is sitting on them, like on top, and they've got their legs crossed around the back, and it's called the Christmas wrapping. Sorry, what? Okay, so, explain that to sorry. Me again. So, so the man is in a sitting position, so at the edge of the bed, let's say, to make it easy. And the woman is on yes. top, facing the guy. And she has, yes. and she's on top, bouncing on the 
penis and she's got her legs wrapped around him right got you instead That's of a kneeling really nice one it's a really nice one anyway it's called the christmas wrapping and i thought that was really nice to end on you know what? That's a really, really nice one. That's something I actually did give a go the other day. And it's like being on top without everything so mm, exposed. Yeah, because um, quite close to I the other like, person. Exactly. I feel like, a, you know, one of the reasons that women kind of have a slight aversion towards going on top is everything just hangs out, whether that's like <laughs> saggy boobs or like a, you know, engorged gut. There's a myriad of reasons. I've said myriad a lot. You it's love the word, word myriad, the yeah. You haven't I said that. Uh, you know what you haven't said for a while? Cognizant. Cognizant. You love the words that cognizant. That word gives me funny flutters. Um, Myriad, do you know what? I was writing a press release today and it's just stuck in my mind. Anyways, that's a great <laughs> position. You feel like it, it, it's also an excellent opportunity to like be up in your partner's mm. face and so much clitoral stimulation. Um, and also you've kind of got a lot more support to um kind of ride the dick as opposed to randomly flopping around that sometimes i feel like we do on top um christmas wrapping fiona love that isn't it great my final th- i've went very off kilter with mine because yeah, you were not I've, going I've had in, my you weren't going in order yeah, by the way i was like what's she doing no, because I'm. We're we're gonna link a, an article in our snow or snow notes. Snow jump. Oh my god! The Christmas that. special in our snow notes. Oh, JJ, let's call them that. The um, in our snow notes, um, about um, an article about how to survive Christmas, basically. So I've been mixing and matching. So Fiona, my number six has a place very 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 close to my heart and that is an end of year relationship appraisal so do you know that period between christmas and new year where we just have no idea what's happening oh my god yes we are stuffed we are uh, our jeans don't fit any in fact who even wears jeans in that period that's ridiculous we're all like lounging around in pajamas and, and leggings nobody really knows what to do we're all just in a kind of a, a limbo land and that is your opportunity to schedule your end of year appraisal now i know that my boyfriend hates this shit with a passion i'm not going to explicitly say by the way uh, at half past seven this evening we're going to be sitting down in the kitchen and we're going to be having an end of year appraisal of course not i will do it organically i will you know do it in a more stealth way and i will buy a beautiful bottle of wine and we will sit down and reflect on the year that's passed reflecting on the amazing things that have happened in our relationship um you know the things that we have learned about each other and also the things that you know could do with being worked upon approved upon you know lisa always talks about saying things like you know that made me feel so loved that made me feel so cherished that made me feel like i really missed you um you know us not spending time together you know there's definitely ways to phrase things it doesn't everything doesn't have to be an attack there's there's ways to say things with tremendous love and and light so to speak so definitely i think a relationship um, appraisal is a really healthy way to end the year and also a lovely carte blanche to bring into your new year and the things that you want to maybe do differently or build upon or keep doing and um, that you love in your relationship so for me that's a really important one Faye. well that is an excellent one to end on 
So thank you so much for the 12 days of Sexmas. And I have the most... What, why have I gone so posh suddenly? <laughs> I don't know. Yuletide greetings, <laughs> Yuletide greetings to all. Merry Christmas, one and all. Merry Christmas. We really just want you to have the best time with your, your your family, your friends, your partner, and just love it in your own skin. And oh, it's just the best time I of year. I love Christmas. Well, we will be taking Christmas. a short break and we will be back in the new year to reflect upon all the things that we have learned, which is very exciting. So have a think about it, Laura. What have you learned in 2021? You want me to well, no, you Dad, I don't want you to tell you. Yeah, I just want you to. Jesus to have Christ, we'll be here. We'll be here all freaking year until the until 2022. Yes, we'll pick this up next year. But Fiona, I wanted to wish you specifically the merriest of Christmas. You are the best girl and just the most wonderful friend, person, inside and out. And I feel like you've taken us on a journey with you this year with things that you have learned and you've given us an insight into your dating your you know boy situation romance and all these sort of things and you've really given us such an amazing insight you've been so wonderfully vulnerable and you have helped so many people and you don't even realize so on that note merry fucking christmas merry fucking christmas back to you i think you are also one of the most amazing people i've ever met and the nicest human being possible thank you i love you very much and a big fat feel later. Later. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas!